listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. What's up? We're here to discuss the odd, the weird, the strange. Yeah. But before that, how was your week? It was pretty good. I, I made a few notes of some stuff I might want to talk about. The Make-A-Wish people came to the house this week. Okay. I had to meet with them because in 11 days, I'm going to Hawaii. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> so we had to sign some forms. And basically, this was a, uh, y'all don't be rednecks, you know? <laughs> and I think once the lady saw us, she was like, all right, this is cool. She drove all the way from Huntsville for like a 15 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. But she was like, you know, of course, you know, your room's covered and all that. But if you break anything, you have to cover those costs. If you use anything out of the mini bar. You have to cover. And I was like, we got it, lady. Don't yeah. worry about it. You know, nothing to worry about. And then she pulled out five bright blue T-shirts from Make-A-Wish. And they're like, we would really like for you to wear these on the on the flight. And the husband was like, I don't think I can do it. Hudson's <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't catch me dead wearing yeah. that. <laughs> Matching with my family. No. <laughs> The Longs are not into matching outfits right. as a family. Like, we make fun of all the white shirt, khaki pants down at the beach pictures. And yeah, all free that. trip notwithstanding. Yes. But <laughs> Don't I, was, matter. I was like, we're wearing these shirts. <laughs> I was like, you can put it on when we get on the plane and take it off once we get in the air and then put it back on when we land in Hawaii. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, these people are doing a lot for yes. us. It's like, this is, we would never be able to afford it. would be take the family to Hawaii and nobody goes to college. You know, if people quit giving money to make a wish, yes. there's no more make a wish. Right. I was like, so we are doing it. And you're not even terminal, Judson. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you when he was the tip off captain at the Bama game? Yeah, you did mention that. And it was like, not anything at all and he made the comment if if i had a shaved head they would treat me a lot better than this <laughs> if i look like i was dying they would treat me a lot better than they're doing now <laughs> yeah so i had to be like we were wearing these and i had to fill out all these forms and send them back like mail them back to her so i stuck a note in there that was like look the lady's name savannah Thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, Hudson is excited as his little 15-year-old self to let him be publicly. You know, we're, we'll be forever grateful to make a wish for all this. Hoping to smooth over Hudson be like, I don't think I'm wearing this shirt. <laughs> I was like, we're wearing this shirt. I was like, we will do whatever they ask us to yes. do. If they want our pictures for postcards or marketing materials, we're going to be in there hamming it up, doing it. <laughs> it's like, we're doing everything. So I'm pumped on that. We're excited. They give us a, 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 a like a, a preloaded debit card with money on to spend. Sweet. Yeah. And the all lady right. was like, just know, like, if you don't spend it all and you come back, you don't get it back. You know, like, mm-hmm. the car gets cut off the last day of your trip. If you don't use it all, then we're keeping that money. And I was like, yeah, of course. Why would you not? You know? <laughs> right. And she's like, you'd be surprised at the people who ask when that. I was like, ah, you're dealing with rednecks. You know? <laughs> like, I get it. You're dealing with broke rednecks. I'm yes. not one of those. 
I was like, I'm going to go to an ATM and zero this thing out <laughs> before I ever hand it back to you like a smart person would do. Because I'm not a redneck. Yes. I know better. Right. I am middle class. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're pumped on it. We're excited. And uh, we got two days where we can do whatever we want to. And then other days we have activities they've planned. For. Like we're going to Pearl Harbor and we're going to zip line in one day. And I think, was the other maybe snorkeling or mm-hmm. something? So pumped! I'm so excited. I'm so excited for my teenagers to argue with each other in another state, <laughs> as opposed to Alabama. So that's cool. That was one of the things I was going to talk about. Very excited and thankful. Credit to me also. I worked. I didn't get an off day last week. Okay, right. I worked over at our Startable store for Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had a big sale on Saturday. I had not sold any real selling of furniture in a long time. It's been a while. Very long time. A little rusty. Sold 14,000 bucks <laughs> in one day, buddy. I was crushing it. Nice. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, still got it. Still got the juice, baby. <laughs> I still know what I'm doing. But I didn't know a whole lot about, you know, like a lot of the new stuff that we got in. Yeah. People, I haven't learned a lot about it. So I had to kind of wing my way through it. Mm-hmm. But crushed it i still got it it made me so happy <laughs> and then uh so we were open 25 minutes late for this sale you get 25 percent off of any single item hey you missed it tiny yeah <laughs> yeah hey you missed it and let me uh, know when uh when or let tara know when yeah, facebook I'm, is running a 25 percent off <laughs> we only advertised it everywhere <laughs> sorry you guys missed it but uh so we stayed open like 25 minutes late well like it was maybe 20 minutes before it was time to get out. Mm-hmm. And I got an hour and a half, hour and 20 minute drive home. And this lady's like, Hey, I want to do this. I want to get credit. I was like, great. No problem. We need a copy of your driver's license uh, and your social security card and some proof of income. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh, I don't have my social security card. I'll have to go home and get it. And I was like, okay, no worries. And she's like, what time do y'all close? I was like, oh, we're closing about 20 minutes. She's like, It'll probably take me about 15. <laughs> and like the restaurant worker in me came out. Yeah. Like, like in my, I don't know if I showed it to her face and I'd certainly not verbally said anything to her. I was like, great, you know, drive safely. But in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill this lady. You know, because <laughs> you know, you're in a restaurant, it's time to go. You got everything cleaned up and then somebody comes in and you got to redo everything. Yeah. It was like, I went back into that mode. But then as soon as I heard the door ding and she walked out, I was like, she's coming back to buy some furniture. This is going to be good. I got excited mm-hmm. about it. But for that moment, I was like, crush. Well, did she come back? Yeah. Okay. Because the worst is yeah. she's supposed to come back and then she don't show up. Right. I guess you could just close down then. And then but- Deidre had ordered pizza. So she texted me about the time the lady came back. It's like, I ordered oh, pizza. Oh, y'all had Domino's, didn't you? Yes, we had Domino's. Eli, or not Eli, Josiah was outside riding his scooter. Uh-huh. I was like, hey, look, the longs are getting Domino's. Yes, we get Domino's a lot. And he was like, I want Domino's. How come they got Domino's? I want Domino's. How come we never get Domino's? Yeah, Tiny, how come y'all never get domino- Domino's? We don't, we don't get Domino's. But, uh. I texted her back. I was like, look, I'm I'm going to be a bit because this lady just got back. I got to finish all her paperwork up. Get her, first of all, see if she approves for credit <laughs> and gets approved for credit. Yeah. And then help her pick out whatever she's needing and do all paperwork on it. So I didn't get home to like 7, 30, 8 o'clock that night, you know, cold pizza. You know, no, she did, nobody thought about keeping it a little warm for dad. <laughs> they already put it in the fridge. Dude, 30 seconds. Yeah, but they already put it in the oh, fridge. Oh, okay, the fridge. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 
Friends I, is a problem. I could have eaten room temperature pizza. No <laughs> problem. It was an insult to me. Like, <laughs> here I am bringing home the bacon for this family. And this and they is how don't I get even treated. Keep your bacon warm. Yeah, right. Then when I was leaving work today, let me tell you about another slot of my family. And also, <laughs> what else grinds your gears, well, John? While Shane's still listening, let me go ahead and brag on myself some more. <laughs> We, for the past two days, we've had these meetings at the office. We do like manager meeting, sales meeting. We do a lot of training. You know, we'll have a speaker come in, Marvin Houston, fullback on the 1992 national championship team. Mm-hmm. Didn't really act impressive. My dog was named Jay Barker. I was a little <laughs> offended by that, but whatever. Uh, so we had meetings and we'll always like uh, cater those and eat and all that during the meeting stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting ready to leave today, last one at the office, not to brag, but whatever. And I cut the light off in the hall, and I looked back because I was like, well, maybe Shane's still here. Let me see if the light's coming out from underneath his door. And the light in the conference room is on. So mm-hmm. I went down there. Nobody cleaned up. I mean, there trash can overflowing, urn of tea still on the counter, all plates, cups laying everywhere. And so I was like. So what did you do, John? I cleaned it up. I cleaned wow. it up. Right, like a leader should do. Yes. Right. I didn't because wash. you lead by example. Yes. I didn't wash the dishes, though. So <laughs> I just put them in the sink. It was like, all right, somebody else can get those. <laughs> I went to my mind, like driving home, I was like, I'll probably end up washing them when I get there in the morning <laughs> while the coffee's making. <laughs> uh, anyway, did all that, you know, not to brag. I'm an excellent employee. So anyways, that was uh, that was my last few days since we recorded. You got a servant's heart, John. I do. I don't, not really, though. <laughs> well, what about odd news this week? Oh, man. Uh, I got a couple of fast food stories, and then I got a interesting legal challenge to talk about. Okay. Uh, we have a story about seagulls. Seagull, <laughs> seagulls. Stephen Seagull is what I'm trying to say. My favorite uh, My favorite seagull. Oceanic bird. <laughs> we have a story about uh, Volkswagen. Okay. But I want to start with this one. Proof of elves confirmed. Okay. Nice. <laughs> this story comes from the AP. Mexican president post photo of what he claims is an elf. But I'm going to go ahead and say this. Confirmed this is an elf. You think so? They exist. Now... <laughs> Our Latin brothers, they're short kings, right? You know, they're in general, they're short guys. Mm-hmm. Are we sure he just didn't catch one of them? Yes, we're sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> just don't double check. Mexico's president posted a photo on his social media account Saturday showing what he said appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit similar to an elf. President Andres Manuel Lopez. Did I get that right? Sure. I'm not <laughs> familiar. Nah, I, it, Nobody knows who their president. The cartels run that country. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's just a figurehead. Yeah, no, he's just there to facilitate the CIA. Uh, he did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of an, is this a Lux? A-L-U-X-E? A Lux okay. maybe? Sure. Which is a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. Okay. Lopez wrote that the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer and it appears to be and Alux adding, everything is mystical. The nighttime photo shows a tree with a branch forming what looks like a halo of hair and what may be stars forming the figure's eyes. He has long expressed reverence for indigenous cultures and beliefs. Engineers and workers are in the Yucatan Peninsula constructing a tourist train 
that is the president's pet project. Huh. According to traditional Mayan belief, Aluxes are small, mischievous creatures that inhabit the forest and fields and are prone to playing tricks on people, like hiding things. I'm assuming car keys, yeah. things like that. Sure. Your cell phone, maybe. Right. They put your cell phone on silent when you least <laughs> suspect it. And then you can't find it and you can't yeah, call you it. you can't find your car keys. The only way to combat it is with St. Anthony. Right? <laughs> right. Yes. So you have to, once again... Christianity to the rescue. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Uh, some people leave small offerings to appease them. The ancient Mayan civilization reached its height from 300 AD to 900 AD on the Yucatan Peninsula and its adjacent parts of Central America, but the Mayans' descendants come continue to live on the peninsula. Many many continue speaking the Mayan language and wearing traditional clothing while also conserving traditional foods, crops, religion, and medicine practices despite the conquest of the region by the Spanish between 1527 and 1546. Yeah. The so, Spaniards, they did a number on them. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Which is usually how it worked back then. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have better warfare technology, you usually won. Yeah. Right, that didn't matter. I mean, right, that's, that's, wrong. That's still the that's still yeah. how things go it's typically. True. Yeah, you're right. It's evened out a lot now. <laughs> yes. A lot of people got the same technology now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. It's like, but you have to stay. Yeah, stay on it. Right. You said to me, <laughs> yeah, you can't leave and then just expect all those people to continue yeah. paying tribute yeah, and doing exactly. what you asked them to do. Yeah. No, you need to you know, make sure they remember who you are every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, well, but there we go. Proof, proof of Mexican elves. I'm happy for. I'm ready for the Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, was it? Uh, elf two. Yeah, he goes down to the Yucatan. Elf two, the Mexicali blues. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That'd be great. You ever been to the Yucatan? No, I have not. That's like the one exotic place I think I've ever been. Oh yeah, in my life. But oh, it was yeah. it was cool. We went, went on, on y'all's honeymoon. Yes, Cancun. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, I would love to go there. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks amazing. And, you know, the, all the history and everything, it's right up my alley. Mm -hmm. But I'm afraid of Mexico. Really? Yeah. The huh. cartels are crazy. They're, they're <laughs> killing people left and right. Well, if you're on the resort, that I'm sure they, they want you to come back and spend yeah. more money. They ain't worried about your <laughs> measly, you know, they're making weight. They're shipping children and drugs and guns. Right. They're making... 100% profit on all of that. Well, They're not they worried all, about you. They all uh, treated us with respect. Sure. Right. We had a great trip. Yes. That was before it got really bad. It's really bad now. Is it? Is it different now? The Well, I think the cartel wars are very bad. Okay. I don't know how it is in the tourist spots. Right. They usually try to contain all that away mm -hmm. from it from what I've heard. But, you know me, I'll get it some. <laughs> yeah. I uh, one too many fruity drinks and wander down the wrong street. Next thing you know, I'm kidnapped by the cartel with a bag over my head. I can't take those risks. Uh, too much going on. Right. So no Mexico for me. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know where in South America. Argentina looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because all the Nazis all the went Nazis, there. All the German descendants. Because all the Nazis who live there. <laughs> Which Libby's studying for a Holocaust test or like a World War II test was mainly focusing on a Holocaust. 
and I had to help her study before I came over here. And one of them was, or all the questions were like fill in the blank. So mm-hmm. I was just reading the sentences and you know, like how many people, how, blank many people died in the Holocaust, you know, like or Jews died in the Holocaust, six million, whatever. Right. And so uh, one of them was like, uh, blank killed himself. Uh, to avoid being captured, and Libby was like Hitler, and I was like, allegedly, I was like Hitler did not kill himself. <laughs> he escaped to Argentina. Everybody knows this, Libby. I was like, but the answer your teachers are going to want is Hitler. Mm-hmm. Don't believe the propaganda. He he got loose. Yeah, he was in Argentina. We all know this. Well, the bottom line is we just don't know what happened to no, him, right? Because now the story was he shot himself, right, and his men burned his body, right, and they buried his remains. The Allies dug up those remains, mm-hmm. and for years, Hitler's and I'm saying this in air quotes, Hitler's skull mm-hmm. has been in possession of the Russians. Yeah. since we have since done DNA tech, like DNA. Testing. Testing on that skull. Mm-hmm. And unless Hitler was a woman, which Hitler could have been trans. I don't know. Maybe so. He was a vegetarian. <laughs> Point is, it was it was a female skull. Oh. So at, at the very least, that skull was not hit. Yeah. Well, interesting. So we don't know what happened. Oh, he said went to Argentina, man. <laughs> Hanging out down there. Yeah. I was watching a documentary on it and it was on the History Channel that doesn't say anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything because right. you can see some wild stuff on the sure. History Channel. But after after that came out, that you know that was not a man's skull. Yeah, they started they started interrogating some folks, uh. and they now the story is that he was cremated, but they didn't bury his remains. There was a a group of them that went out to the. Wood oh. somewhere and like threw his ashes off a cliff. Okay. So yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> These four guys hiked out into the woods <laughs> just to spread his just ashes. Just to spread his ashes. As the Red Army's bearing down <laughs> yes. on him. Wait a minute, Mr. Stalin. We have to <laughs> spread these ashes in a Bavarian forest. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't I don't really care one way or another. Hitler's definitely dead now, I would think, right? Unless he's figured out how to clone himself. He could be in that <laughs> underground base in Antarctica. Yes. You know, he may have went on down there. I don't know. What if uh, he's just like a head, like hooked into <laughs> like a computer mainframe? What if he cloned himself and the other guy's just really good at art? You know? <laughs> Like loves art, <laughs> such a peaceful person. Yeah, that may work. I don't know. Like good, like, this is good Hitler. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, hangs out with Kanye on the weekends. <laughs> Kanye has went quiet. You know. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, maybe someone talked him into. Just being quiet. Hey, yo, chill out, buddy. <laughs> Maybe he started taking his medicine again. Could be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but I haven't heard anything out of him. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. It's it's one thing. I like. I don't. I don't endorse or agree with Kanye and his position on the Jews. We right. stand with Israel in the Long household. Mm-hmm. But to most racists that I have seen in my life they don't tend to just shut up about it like, they just talk about it all the time speaking of south america and racist have you seen like you know after the civil war a lot of well not a lot some southerners fled to south america 
to restart because slavery was still alive oh, and well down in South I didn't America. know that. Oh, yeah. Most of the people in the uh, slave trade went to South America. Okay. So if you had some money. Yeah. Like, obviously. Right. And there's <laughs> some town, I want to say it's like in, it may be in Argentina or Colombia or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like every year they have a Confederate, like, party rebel flags people in gray <laughs> uniform and they're all like latin people it is so funny well, i was about to say that was our hometown in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> but their big time heritage not hate i believe yeah you know oh uh, yeah we need to look into that i'll try to find some more information on that in my early morning readings but it's wild Huh. The pictures are just hilarious to me, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, ladies in antebellum dresses and dudes with their gray uniforms on and swords and all that. Yeah. And, and they're just Latin Americans. It ain't like a bunch of whiteies down there doing it. So, you know, not to get off the subject too far, but how did those guys fight in that uniform in oh, the yeah. South? No. Yeah. It had to be brutal. Oh my gosh. Like, like, how, how did they not die from heat exhaustion before yeah. they even got to where right. they were going they to had, start shooting? They had no idea about hydration, you <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah. drinking water. They were like, let me get a slug of whiskey, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm a little thirsty or whatever. It's like <laughs> dehydrated. You're eating like hardtack, marching mm-hmm. in a wool uniform in the summer in the South. You know, there were, well, I guess you could say Mississippi and Vicksburg and all that. And there was some stuff that went on in Louisiana, a little in Alabama, but most of it was Tennessee, North Carolina, Kentucky had a ton of stuff, even though they didn't want to be involved. Surely in the summer times, our uniform is a wife beater. You got to think they would shit them, right? You would think. Hail of gunfire and. Cavalry and all that, uh, artillery hitting, and it's, I know it was a different time, but why didn't they just wear blue uniforms? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or you know, like uh, back, you know, I guess up until probably the Civil War, armies would take breaks. You know, they'd be like, "All right, let's hold off on the war. Everybody's yeah. got to go home. It's winter time. <laughs> we'll meet back here when it starts thawing out." Yep. They should have done something like, "Hey, y'all, it's too hot right now." Let's pick us up in the fall. Well, what was it like uh, George Washington? Didn't he like cross the river and fight yeah. a big battle on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's why he won. Yes. Right. <laughs> Nobody like, was expecting no one was expecting us to do something yeah. like that. George Washington was, he was a mean dude. Yeah. Like, he he was pretty ruthless. Mm-hmm. He was great at retreating too. Did a lot of retreating. <laughs> he did. Yeah. But that's what we had to do. We were outmatched. You know, at the beginning, I was about to say it was a it was a ragtag group of volunteers yeah, taking right. on like the world's foremost superpower at and that you, time. And you know who coalesced it all and helped us win? Lafayette. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He had money, and that was good. We needed that. So, and John Paul Jones basically stole a navy, and the rest is history. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Prince Harry. Yeah, they told us in uh, in history class that. We told France they could keep what territory they took. Yeah. And then we were like, thanks for the Navy, yeah, no, Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Americans, <laughs> we're wild. Like, uh, you know, everybody likes to try to shame America. We're killing people all the time. People are dying. We've been unruly from the beginning. Right. Like, we have, like, we just don't fit in with what the rest of the world thinks is normal. We're like, we're doing it our way. We don't care if it's wrong. 
this is just how it works over here. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way since the beginning. It's pretty fascinating to look at. It's just like that American spirit is just like, and sometimes we are going to take it, you know, like we're going to get bit in the butt by the way we act, right. but we're still going to act this way. But you're also not going to lock us down. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't like that. You're not going to freeze our bank accounts. No, no. <laughs> we don't like the government. Speaking of which, it's the anniversary of the ATF raiding Waco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Do you know uh, more women and children died in Waco than they did in Sandy Hook at wow. the hands of the United States government? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of wild. People mm-hmm. don't talk about that enough. You know, <laughs> if they want your guns, they're willing to kill everybody to get them. Well, so. that's what they're going to have to do, though. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They, that'll get me mad. I don't want to talk about Waco. Let's talk about news. All right. We should disband the ATF. Uh, <laughs> we should. <laughs> I agree. A man hits a milestone of eating Chick-fil-A for a thousand consecutive days with the exception of Sunday. Mm -hmm. Port Arthur, Texas, a major milestone was hit Wednesday after a Nederland man made his a thousand consecutive visit to Chick-fil-A. The crazy thing about this article is there's an ad and it has Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong in it. It made me think he was the guy that did it. He got stoned to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> James Stinson was, uh, has a deep loyalty to the fast food joint. He will not travel anywhere unless there's a Chick-fil-A in a driving distance. So uh, nowhere outside the Southeast. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a personal mission of Stinson to hold the record of going to Chick-fil-A every morning they're open. On Wednesday morning, staff at Chick-fil-A in Port Arthur went all out for the celebration by surprising him with a special table set up and a thank you card. Stinson said his journey all started when he read about a man in New Jersey reaching 100 days of going to Chick-fil-A. And he knew he could easily... He said, I could beat that. Yeah, he's like, man, 100? That's nothing. (laughs) So he said he knew he could easily beat that. Uh, Stinson once drove 40 miles just to get his beloved chicken. Anytime I travel, there's got to be a Chick-fil-A. Every time I go to Florida, we stop in Spanish Oak, Stinson said. He said, aside from the food, the excellent customer service is why he loves Chick-fil-A so much. He said he'll start to scale back his trips now, but will try to make it out two or three times a week. A marketing director for Chick-fil-A Mid-County, her name's Becky... Saranot says they gifted Stinson a thousand BR guest vouchers that can be redeemed for various items on the menu. Knowing he's a community minded person uh, that he is, he'll probably be handing them out to maybe some schools or, you know, people in the community. That's what they would like for him to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he says uh, breakfast is his favorite meal. It's always been his favorite meal since he was a quote itty bitty kid. All right. So I think that's when he hits it. He says, at home, I put in the order in the app, uh, and I ha- they have my order ready when I walk in. Uh, and they say, come sit at the table on this table number. So he mm-hmm. understands online ordering. He's been married for 53 years. Um, Anything we could do together is a good thing, James Stinson said. He said, normally they can eat there for under $15, but they don't mind splurging because of the perks. So. Well, I look forward to the commercials where he's sitting on the red couch. Oh, yeah, couch. on the couch. <laughs> yes. And they're playing that little tune dun, in the background. Dun, 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 That's dun. the one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I had to declare in the meeting today that Chick-fil-A does not have the best chicken sandwich. And people looked at me like I was a heretic. Did you still say it's Raisin Cane? And I didn't even offer an alternative. Okay. They were all like, that's the Lord's chicken. And I was like, <laughs> that's what they got y'all convinced it is. <laughs> I was like, I bought into the, the Lord propaganda. Made all chicken sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyways, happy for this dude mm-hmm. to reach a milestone of a thousand consecutive days. That's what, maybe three years? Yeah, well, yeah, a little over three yeah. years. So there's about 300. You take out 52 Sundays. Mm-hmm. So roughly 310. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. so yeah, three and a half probably. Good for him. Did he save his receipts? How do we have documentation, really? Well, I guess that's a thing, because I don't know if you remember this, but way back when we first started this podcast, we Uh covered a dude who's named Bruce Wayne. Yes. Not the one from Gotham City. (laughs) That's right. I think this guy was in Indiana. Yeah. But he went to Chipotle every day for a year, and he would, uh, on his Instagram, he would post a picture of his receipt every day. Every day. And Hmm. everyone started following him, and it turned into a thing. I guess if you just... Go to one place every day enough, yeah, and document it. Right, you too can have nope. a commercial made about you. Nobody talks about how I ate roly poly every day for sixteen <laughs> years. You didn't uh, snap a picture on Instagram every day. Yeah. No one ever mentions that <laughs> sacrifice I made. I crushed this dude's record. Chick fil A. This is why they pissed me off. There was an ice storm. <laughs> There was an ice storm one time. I had a catering order that got canceled. It was snowing or something. Mm-hmm. This is like a $100, $150 catering order. I took it down to the bar, handed it out to all the bar patrons, came back, got all my cookies that were going to go bad because we're going to have to be shut down, gave them out, mm-hmm. come home, you know, do my thing, turn on the news, and there's a story about Chick-fil-A in Northport giving away all their cookies because it's going to rain. <laughs> So I just gave away like $300 worth of food and nobody says anything about little old me. Well, John, I know. Yeah, I, know I knew what did. I did. The patrons at the Copper Top knew what I did. The Lord knows what you did. The Lord knew. <laughs> Feeding drunk people. Yeah. Yeah, they were giving cookies to kids who get cookies every day. Yeah, right. You yeah. were giving them to drunk people. Exactly. Who yes. spent their last... Paycheck <laughs> to be down there wasted. I tell you what, <laughs> there was a dude that used to drink down there every afternoon. His name was Major, and yeah. he looked like Jerry Garcia, like a tall, skinny Jerry Garcia. Mm-hmm. And he's very like gruff, just exterior, but he was a really cool dude. He'd come in and eat all the time. And he came in one day, and you just got to pick. I mean, he looks like he has been in a million bar fights. Okay, he did. He's passed away now. But he was like, dude, I got something to show you on my phone. And I was like, okay, what is it? <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> it was it was pentatonics. And he was like, this is the greatest stuff I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the acapella Christian yes. group? They were singing, God rest you, married gentlemen. <laughs> and 
He made me watch the whole thing. I don't like pentatonics. I don't think they're cool. I know a lot of people do. I'm not trying to upset y'all. They're not that great to me. Mm-hmm. I, they just don't crank my tractor, you know? Right. And I had to watch the whole, like, four-minute video with him standing in the middle of the on dining room on his phone while he held it, <laughs> going, it's good, isn't it? It's good. And I had to be like, yeah, Major, it's, it's great. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Christmas carols. So, yeah. Anyways, huh. he's well, a cool dude. Well, John, you know it's not cool. Volkswagen wouldn't help locate a car with an abducted child because their GPS subscription had expired. Wow. Speaking of Hitler, <laughs> his spirit is alive and well at Volkswagen. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this, but yeah. the more and more I read about the Nazis, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were nasty fellows. A sheriff's office in Illinois said that it was initially thwarted from tracking a stolen car with a two-year-old boy inside when Volkswagen CarNet service refused to provide access to the tracking system because the car subscription had expired. <laughs> While searching for the stolen vehicle and endangered child, uh, sheriff's, detecti- sheriff's detectives immediately called Volkswagen Carnet in, t- in an attempt to track the vehicle. The Lake County Sheriff's Office said in a statement posted on Facebook about the incident on February 23rd. Unfortunately, there was a delay as Volkswagen Carnet would not track the vehicle with the abducted child until they received a payment <laughs> to reactivate the tracking device in the stolen Volkswagen. I kind of respect that move. <laughs> they're like, you're going to find your kid, and yeah. you're not going to pay. You're not going to pay this yeah, bill. You're not going to pay this bill. You're in a month free service. No, <laughs> we need a payment. Volkswagen Carnet lets owners track and control their vehicles remotely, according to a Chicago Sun Times article. The Carnet trial period had ended, and a representative wanted one hundred and fifty dollars to restart the service and locate the SUV. Okay. By the time officers paid the $150 and got the location of the vehicle, it had already been located by other means. <laughs> About 30 minutes had passed. Well, can we get a refund? That's even been my first question. <laughs> well, you want a refund? Yeah. About 30 minutes had passed, and we had already located the two-year-old child and located the vehicle before they even provided us the information. So it was at that point pointless. Yeah. Volkswagen says that there was a serious breach of its process for working with law enforcement in the Lake County incident. The company uses a third-party vendor, oh, here we go, to provide the Carnet service. Yes. Quote, Volkswagen has a procedure in place with a third-party provider for Carnet support services, allowing emergency requests from law enforcement. They have executed this process successfully in previous incidents, Unfortunately, in this instance, there was a serious breach of the process. We are addressing the situation with the parties involved, the company said in a statement provided to ours and other media outlets. The car with a toddler inside was stolen just after his mother returned to their home in Libertyville in her 2021 Volkswagen Atlas. The 34-year-old woman pulled into her driveway and brought one of her children inside. She came back out to her car to retrieve the other child, uh, her her two-year-old son, when a white BMW pulled into her driveway behind her car. A man wearing a mask, oh my, this is horrifying, Yeah, got out of the BMW, struggled to get into the victim's Volkswagen as she tried to keep her two-year-old son safe, which, I mean, I I guess you (laughs) is a criminal. (laughs) You yeah. can't always reason with criminals. No. But you would think most carjackers wouldn't want to yeah, take a car a kid, with a kid. I agree. Or 
let's lock the doors. Right. Yeah. And then to go, you're going to have to pull me out of here. You know, mm-hmm. th- if you want this car, you can kill me or whatever. Yeah. That's what I always thought I'd do. It's like, you can bust my window out, but you're going to have to drag me out of this window, Bo Duke style. Well, I'm sitting here thinking, like, if I'm the criminal mm-hmm. and I'm trying to steal a car and a lady says her kid's in there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, get your kid. Yeah. Take your kid. <laughs> because law enforcement is not going to be in as yeah, much just big a rush a to, get, to catch me if you take your kid with you. Yeah, that's you true. Uh, the offender battered the woman, knocking her to the ground. He then stole her car with the child inside. He and the driver of the BMW fled from the scene. One of the drivers ran over as they fled, causing serious injuries. Oh, one of the drivers ran her over as they fled, causing serious injuries to the extremities. We're going to take your kid and run you over with your own car. Yeah. The victim was still able to call 911, and sheriff's deputies immediately responded. The statement continued, The sheriff's office also said the BMW was stolen in the past week from a car dealership in Waukegan. Waukegan, that's it. Yeah. Shortly after the Volkswagen was stolen with a child inside, a person working at a business in the 2200 block of Lakeside Drive called 911 to report that they had saw two vehicles enter the parking lot and the driver of one of the cars abandoned a small child. The perpetrators fled and the person who called 911 Rescued the child from the parking lot before the boy could wander into the busy roadway. Hero. Golly. Uh, the woman's stolen vehicle was also found. Blah, blah, blah. So it ended well. But, John, if you could just for a minute try to put yourself into the position of this lady. Mm-hmm. She's assaulted yeah. by a man in a mask. Has her car and her child stolen, stolen. from her. Yeah. Run over by her own car. Yeah. She's in the hospital. And then Volkswagen won't even track the car to try to find your kid. <laughs> That's a tough one. Do people does is are there still people using OnStar? Like I figure it went the way of CDs or whatever. Now that you got <laughs> now cell that we phones, have smartphones. Yeah, you can you can GPS and all that. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, apparently Volkswagen still has CarNet or yeah. whatever. I mean. <laughs> the the free trial had expired. Sure, she didn't renew it, and they were not. And he in a hurry to track this car until they got a $150 payment. You know, those cops are like, look, I, I'm a little short. You know, like, I don't have that much in my account right now. Payday's Friday. What I about would. you, Bob? Yeah. I would. But I'm like, look, man, the house payment just came out. Yeah. <laughs> they had to, like, find the one person that was willing to yeah. put down 150 bucks. Yeah, that's exactly how that went, I bet. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, is there like a special fund you have to go to use $150 to access something like that? You know, like city funds or something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would just be like, I'll pay it. Y'all reimburse. We'll figure out the details later. There's a kid on <laughs> You're John Long, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, plenty of money. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm a servant's heart. You yeah, know, yeah. that's me, servant's heart. If if me and you were on that, t- on that crack team of investigators yeah. – they wouldn't even made it out of the parking lot before we called them. <laughs> well, I was gonna say they turned to me and like, hey, 150 bucks. You got 150 bucks? I'd be like, ask John. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all my liquidity's tied up in, in crypto right now. <laughs> I can I can make a crypto transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys accept Erethrium? Erethrium. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Is that how you say Aretha Franklinism? <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke about Aretha, all right? It's a subject near and dear to my heart. Um, 
This is from the Augusta Chronicle. I assume this is Augusta, Georgia. Um, An Augusta woman was recently arrested after authorities say she purposely crashed into a Popeye's restaurant on Walton Way. You want to know why she crashed? Why did she crash? Because they left her biscuits out of the order. Well, that is really, really annoying. It's tough to not get a biscuit. (laughs) Especially when you've been craving a biscuit. Yeah, that's tough. You buy the chicken because Mm -hmm. the biscuits come with it. Absolutely. And then you don't get your biscuits. Yeah, it's tough. The 50-year-old Augusta woman is charged with felony aggravated assault and criminal damage to property in the first degree. Just after 7.45 p.m., Richmond County Sheriff's deputies responded to the chicken restaurant for an accident with injuries. The Popeye's manager told deputies the woman drove her SUV into the east entrance after she became upset that her order did not have any biscuits, according to the report. One of the employees who was standing by the entrance was almost struck by the car during the incident, noted the uh, noted deputies. The woman continued driving after hitting and entering the building until her car was stopped by debris, according to arrest warrants. After crashing into the restaurant, the woman fled the scene, heading south on Gordon Highway, according to the report. Her car was later found at her home with front-end damage. Rookie move. (laughs) Take it to a parking deck. Call a friend. (laughs) Prior to the incident, the manager said the woman made several threats to staff, even calling and threatening to drive her car into the building, according to the report. Sounds like that was no threat. Yeah. That wasn't a threat. No, she she backed it up. She did that. It's not a threat if you don't back it up. Um. We've all been upset. <laughs> and how I like to think this probably played out is they pull what I like to call an Arby's, which is, hey, pull around here to this side of the building, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll get your order out. We'll walk your order out to you. She's probably sitting over there by the door. They brought it out. She checked the bag. She started hollering. The lady started, you know, yay and back and forth. And she got on the phone. They weren't helping her out, probably because she was being a butthole. <laughs> I would give advice to everyone. It's a lot easier to get stuff from people if you're just cool. If right. you're just nice and all that, it's very easy. If you're confrontational, they're more likely going to say no. Mm-hmm. It may make you feel big and bad to holler at a little minimum wage worker, but they have the power in that situation. I was about to say this. Truth is, most people who work in fast food places – they're they're not worried yeah. about losing their job. No. <laughs> they're not worried about helping you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Little buddy behind the counter, he doesn't care if Popeye's profit margin goes down no. because he kicks you a couple of biscuits that allegedly were left out of your order. He cares nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it if you're just cool to him. If you come in there raising cane about it, then he's going to be like, I, and this is exact. I've been yelled at in a restaurant more than anybody you know, Tiny. <laughs> is as soon as they get angry, I'm like, I have all the power in this situation. Right. I have what you want. <laughs> you know, like whatever you're hollering at me about, I yeah. can say yes to or I can say no to. I have the power. I don't care if you're right. I don't care if you're wrong. I don't care if you ever come back in here now because mm-hmm. you're hollering at me. So sorry your sandwich has tomatoes on it, mister. You better pick them off like a grown man. You know, <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, all you gotta do is be cool in those situations. Don't drive your car through the restaurant. Almost had a guy drive through our restaurant one time, mm-hmm. but he is having a diabetic issue or something <laughs> like that. So he didn't do it on purpose, right? He had never eaten in Rolly Poly. So, 
Uh, I remember here one time we were at CC's with the kids. Okay. <laughs> We've had a lot of CC's talk lately. Dude, I love CC's. You're making me want it. <laughs> and I love that commercial. <laughs> Was it CC Pe- Pizzerini? Yeah, CC Pizzerini. Yeah. Yeah. I like that dude. That's anyway, great. we had a buy one adult buffet, get one adult buffet free coupon. Sure. Excellent coupon. Great, great one. I handed it to the lady. She rung me right up. And then Tara's like, she overcharged us. Uh. And I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) and she's like, go tell that lady. She's not going to do it. Yeah, right. No, (laughs) no. But I'm like her, her bodyguard. I'm like her little agent of chaos that has to go and and enforce her will upon others. Yes. So I walk up to the lady and I'm like, uh, is this is this right? I think you may have overcharged us. And she explained, no, here's where it was, but I took it off. You got the two buffets, you got the two kids' buffets, you got four drinks. There it is. I'm like, yeah. okay, you're absolutely right. Thank Makes you. Makes perfect sense. I'm like, Tara, she didn't overcharge us. Oh, yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a little hungry yeah, or a little, a little angry. Yes, right. And I told her, I was like, listen, I will, if you will go to the table, we will get out the calculator and I will explain up. to you <laughs> that it's right. But I just need you to trust me. Yeah. I need you to trust me that it's right. Please. Yeah, that's rough. Deidre's done that <laughs> once to me. I don't remember where it was. It's back before we had kids, and she thought we were overcharged. And I think we were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is is like $7 worth of, you know, having to go through the hassle of getting this straight to you? You know, like a... Well, it is. It was absolutely to her. Because she's not the one going <laughs> right. through the hassle. Well, that's what she was like. Yes, it is. And I was like, well, great. You can talk to him about it. Because <laughs> $7 is not worth it to me. Like, yes. I don't care. That's fine. That's one hour of work at a minimum wage job. I'm good. Yes. I will be okay on this. No. And she she got on to somebody. We Did got she get her seven dollars. So I took it off before well, we paid. High five. I tipped them seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get me. Yeah, yeah. Nah, this is how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Gotta, everybody's got to learn a little lesson every once in a while. Don't be mean to people in a restaurant, though. Mm-hmm. It's not about like you I know. I mean, you shouldn't be mean to people anywhere if yeah. you can help it. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> yes, to, but to me, it's not about like uh, you know everybody's like I'm not mean to people in restaurants. So they they touching your food or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've never saw anything like that happen at Roly Poly. You know, in any restaurant that I worked in, people weren't like hawking loogies on your food. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't care. Whatever. You know. We're, Half of them are on drugs anyways. They ain't worried about you. <laughs> but if you want to get something for a restaurant who put pickles on your burger and and you're too big of a wuss just to pull them off, you're going to die in the apocalypse, by the way. <laughs> if pickles on a hamburger are putting you in a, in a, in a pretzel <laughs> to where you have to get angry about it, yeah. you're not making it through the apocalypse. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's no way you can do it. it yeah, you go in and holler at somebody. I would just be like... Oh, just deal with it. I'm not fixing it. If there's one profession that you can be mean to people, I, I would say it's a politician. Yeah, cops. <laughs> well, cops will take you to jail. <laughs> yeah, the cops are very mean. <laughs> Always very mean. No, I'm talking about you being mean to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I was like, well, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't be mean to the cops. <laughs> no, never be mean to the cop. The cops are mean. But if there is like one profession that you, as a... Yeah, uh, as a... 
Consult. Yeah. No, a, no, no. A customer. <laughs> customer or a constituent. Yeah. That's constituent. what I'm trying to say. There constituent. If there's anyone you can be mean to, I would say politician. I think that's fair. Yeah. 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 They're like set up to take it. Yes. They're all just, anyway, they're getting filthy rich anyways. Who cares if they get hollered at? Yeah. Don't holler at the teenage kid. Because your drink had ice in it and you ordered it without ice. Like, mm-hmm. Who cares? Just go, hey, I ordered this without ice. I'm sorry this one has ice in it. You can have it back. I just need to get what I want. And nine times out of ten, they're like, yes, sir. Sorry about the issue. I got to say, and I always order my drinks without ice. I, okay. I thought that was I was the only one that did that. <laughs> no, that, I don't do is that. Is that a common move? Yeah, people because they're like, oh, get more drink. You, you know, do. You get like, a lot oh, yeah, more drink. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy your extra 10 ounces, fatty. You know, that's Thank not you. directed at you. I will. <laughs> but that's my general thought about it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. I'm only trying to make a living here. Yeah. Why don't you try to get one over on me on the soft drinks? But I was going to say, there's been uh, there's been plenty of times I've ordered a drink and got ice in it. I just drank it anyway. Yeah, right. It was gone way too fast. Sure, right. <laughs> and then people but like, here lately, people are... Are pretty good about that again because, yeah. like, they don't care. They yeah. don't care about well, it's not a big deal. They margins on beverages. <laughs> like, uh, I there used to be. I, it's quieting down. There used to be a rash of people ranting about drive-throughs on Facebook or whatever. It'll come back it, sooner or later. <laughs> yes. And you see an occasional one now. You know, they go. You know, Northport McDonald's don't ever do any. You know, I had to get out and walk in. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You had to walk like 200 <laughs> steps because someone made a mistake. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, they want $15 an hour. Like, yeah, who doesn't want to make a lot of money? You know, like, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with asking for it. <laughs> you know, it's like, sorry, you had to walk inside and address this issue, sir. Grown man who has a, you know, constitutional carry sticker on the back window of your truck. <laughs> like you're this tough guy and you just got crumpled by the McDonald's drive through. <laughs> like what kind of a man are you? Yeah. Just man up and eat it with onions on it. You know, I had to tell Thomas that the other night because mm. I had a I bought cheeseburgers and it had onions on it. He's like, I can't eat it. I was like, food is whipping your butt right now. <laughs> I was like, you are a man, <laughs> you know, just eat it. Well, I what, can't what, do it. What man doesn't like a burger with onions on it? Thomas doesn't. Apparently not. I don't. I prefer a burger without onions. Really? Oh, uh, my oh. breath stinks half the time. Anyways, I want. I want it all the way. No, no. <laughs> Anything are, you can put on there. Onions are kicking my breath there. over like three days. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I can't do it. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like, man, you are getting beat by food right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one. You're about to go pour a bowl of dry cereal because you don't drink milk. <laughs> He's a weird kid. You know, he doesn't eat a lot. He gets all that from his mama. Huh. So, yeah, I was a picky eater too until I had kids, and then I was like, you guys are stupid being picky. So mm-hmm. now I can't. If I'm going to ask you to eat stuff that you say you don't like, I better eat stuff I don't like, or at least try to. So. That really opened up my world of food. So there's very few things as far as like just food. There's there's not a lot that yeah. I just refuse to eat. There's a few things, but not much. Um, the crazy thing back to CC's about your buy one get one free coupon. <laughs> yeah, is I know exactly which coupon book that came out of. Because <laughs> I put. The guy came around to sell them, you know, sell the ads or whatever, uh-huh. and I put like six buy one get one free coupons in there or whatever and we almost went out of business 
people were <laughs> crushing them. I counted like we would redeem like hundreds of them a day. Oh and wow! I was like, great. I like cut my profits in half like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> like why did I do two of them yeah. and make the rest like free chip and drink or something? So the next time I did that. Our business coupon business greatly went down. People were mad too that we took, you know, used to have a lot of it. I was like, yeah, y'all made me broke on them. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about making payroll. Sorry. You know? I don't care if your sixth grade class goes to DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to live. Yeah, I want to have enough money. Anyways. That's talking restaurants. <laughs> is whose turn is it? My turn. I think it's your turn. Okay. I get fired up about the drive-through and people whining about it. So I'm sorry to uh -huh. everybody if I offended you about it, but you're being really lame. So you should know that. I'm telling you that out of a spirit of love and truth. So mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah. Vladimir Putin signs a decree honoring U.S. actor and Russian citizen Steven Seagal. Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Steven Seagal? I, he's wild. I like, <laughs> I'm not certain he knows any martial arts, right? <laughs> like, okay, I am not smart enough. I'm not a martial artist. I'm not either. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a UFC commentator. No. Like, I have not, like, you know, studied ancient fighting techniques yes. to know. Right. But uh, apparently he has been accused of faking, of faking a lot of stuff. I see he's, an, he's an actor. Yeah, that's right. That's what he does. But I think the problem is, is when those accusations come, yes. he gets mad about it. He challenges those people to a fight. Okay. But then never actually fights. Huh. So I've seen the videos of him in like his pajamas <laughs> and like dudes are attacking him or whatever. Yes. Those are the best. <laughs> And he's like fat like me and old and all that. So it's just hilarious. Yeah. I think he may just be trolling the entire world. You know? He's like he's like the Billy Mitchell of yes. martial arts. Of, of everything. Yeah. He had a show one time. It was a reality TV show. I don't know if you remember this. It was like Steven Seagal, Southern Justice or something. Uh-huh. And he was in Louisiana and was like a, a deputy or something with some like immediately adopted a Louisiana accent. You're like, dude, you're not from here. You're not Southern at all. And he's down there talking about po' boys and going to New Orleans and all. Yeah. Like, dude, you're a faker. Yeah. <laughs> and he does it with a straight face. Find those clips if you can, people, because they are funny. They yes. really are. They're very funny. So. I have specifically seen one video where there's three guys, like you're saying, they're coming at him. He's just constantly flipping them. Yeah, right. And they get back up and come after him again, and he just flips them again. Yeah, and he's like barely touching the rear. You know, he's barely moving or anything. It's almost like he's juggling people. <laughs> like he's juggling ninjas. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that uh, I have much respect, and I was just absolutely floored at the talent that those guys have to just <laughs> – Flip and then and get, get back, back up. up and come after him and then just flip yes. again. Incredible cardio. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, they've done some exercising. Yeah. yeah, I bet you wouldn't see Steven Seagal flipping right. like that. Now, having said all of that about Steven Seagal, Under Siege is a great movie. I love it. I don't <laughs> apologize for that. It was filmed yeah. mostly on the USS Alabama too, which also makes it close to my heart. So. Uh -huh. 
I love I love it. So <laughs> I'd take Van Damme over him though. I miss Van Damme. Yeah, Van Damme was awesome. Yeah. What happened to him? He did he did Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> then, it was just over I don't with. I think he did much after I think karate that. movies like went out of style with that one. Everybody's like, Yeah, that's the last one. We don't yeah. need another one. So yeah. We need huh. Van Damme back. Yeah. Uh, you know you know who is uh who's really good at taking actors who haven't done anything in a long time and then just re-energizing their career is uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, that's right. He's really good yeah. at taking old actors and then just yeah. putting he, them right back on the mat. He, he used to do that with John Claude Van Damme. Unfortunately, he brought back Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> which was cool. Pulp Fiction was a cool movie and then Travolta had to get all weird with everything <laughs> and make me not like him. So I like Travolta up until but not after Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. I love Grease. I love Vinnie Barbarito and Mr. Carter. Mm-hmm. I love all of it. And then after that, he just got weird. So we should have let him remain in anonymity <laughs> and got somebody else to fire up their career. Well, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has signed a decree to honor American actor Steven Seagal with the State Order of Friendship. Yeah. It, Our diplomats are Dennis Rodman and Steven Seagal. What if Steven Seagal (laughs) prevents World War III? Uh, The decree cited what it called Seagal's, quote, great contribution to the development of international cultural and humanitarian cooperation. I wonder if he was presented this medal by like a Care Bear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the order of friendship. <laughs> I like to think it was a medal with like a rainbow on oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Seagal yeah. <laughs> has been a regular visitor to Russia and became a citizen of the country in 2016 when he received a Russian passport from Vladimir Putin personally. He has also worked as the Russian Foreign Ministry's special representative to the United States and Japan. The former action hero backed Russia's illegal annexation of Crimea and has supported its invasion of Ukraine. He visited the occupied Donbass area last summer. In an interview on Russian television last year, he spoke of an existential threat to Russia from Ukraine. And for for uh, basically, I guess, supporting Vladimir Putin, their, their buddies, he gave him a... A medal of friendship. Good. So, <laughs> more power to me. Seagal yeah. and Putin sitting yeah. in a tree. Yeah, there's K I S S I N G. They're just bros. Yeah, they're just bros, man. I want to see, and I don't think I ever will, but I want to see like a buddy cop action movie starring Vladimir Putin and Steven Seagal. That would be a hit. <laughs> I read a story once about Putin and like uh like right when he was getting in the KGB, but he had like done acid with these people and everything mm-hmm. and hung out with them and he loved music and he was like a normal, you know, just like a twenty something guy finding his way, but he was also like just at the KGB too. Right. And so it's a very when he wasn't out story. interrogating yeah. people and yeah. <laughs> trying to Cover up state secrets. Just, uh, I, I'm sure that if like the title was like, I dropped acid with Vladimir Putin or something. And I think it was a Rolling Stone article or something. Huh. People could probably find it and read it. It probably shouldn't be that Putin and LSD. You, that Google should return something. <laughs> so, gotcha. <laughs> read, check it out. Yeah. Um, Seagal being our Russian ambassador is, might be the best move we can make. 
We Rodman prevented nuclear war with North Korea and heard a lot out of North Korea since Rodman and Trump went over there and set them straight, right? Right. We just need Seagal to do the same thing, to be like, hey, Vlad, let's get the guys out of Ukraine, you know? I know the U.S. is using it to create bioweapons in their labs <laughs> over there. I know the CIA is laundering money for dark ops through there. But let's just leave them alone for a little while. So maybe so. We don't talk enough about how uh, this past week everybody in the world was saying, yeah, the United States blew up that pipeline over there. <laughs> right. I don't like that talk. I'm pretty sure we probably did. But we need to keep that down home, Americans. Are y'all trying to get us into World War Three? If I remember correctly, the story was it was a, a who was it? It was a well-known journalist. Yeah. Now, uh, who knows? Who pays attention to journalists? Had, well, I was about to say, he had an anonymous source. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, anonymous sources, in my opinion, if you want me to believe what you say, you need to put your name on it. Well, it's just anonymous sources have their place. Yes. They don't need to lead us into World War Three, <laughs> Right. You know, I guess one thing, hey, Nixon's breaking into the Watergate. That was a CIA operation, too, by the way, if you look into it. But never mind. Mm-hmm. We don't need to get off on that. But this is like serious stuff, and it we don't need to attribute that to an anonymous source. Why? Why aren't we at the negotiating table? I think that everybody wa- wants to have World War Three. That's what it seems like. Here's my theory, and it's not mine. I heard somebody else say it: is that the boomers are in the last throes of their generation, mm-hmm. and this is like one last cash grab for them. Huh. You know. For them to set up their families for forever. They what's haven't a, done it yet. <laughs> yeah. And what's a great way to make money? Have war. a war. Yeah. Yeah. And invest in the companies that support that war and profit. So that may be plausible. Like those people don't care if we get into war through, they're going to be fine. Cause they've got a bunker. Yeah. That they can go hide in. And I'm all for if, why don't we let Putin and Zelensky duel it out? You know, give both of them a pistol, Alexander Hamilton style, mm-hmm. and whoever wins gets Ukraine. Let's just do it that way. I think the leaders of the country should have to fight each other. Well, I would instead be, of the war. I would be all for that, but that's because I live here in America. I yeah, don't live right. in Ukraine. <laughs> but if Biden's like, all right, we're gonna get we're going to war, I'd be like, I'd like to see you and Putin get in a ring together. Yeah. Unless whoever wins wins the war. But I will say that again, like like you're talking about, like as an American, yeah. I hate, don't get me wrong, I hate what happened to Ukraine. Yeah. And there's been untold loss of life over there. Not cool at all. What what I really don't like is nuclear war. No. That's what I really don't like. Right. Did you see where uh, Vladimir Putin, he like pulled out of our last remaining nuclear yep. treaty? I saw that. After yeah. we said that we were going to, what was it? We were going to send tanks or something? Yeah, right. We're sending, who knows what we're sending over there. I just don't I, understand. Like, I mean, well, I, I do under, I understand perfectly why we're not negotiating yeah. this because there's people, there's hawks in D.C. that, like you said, it they seems like they, they want to have a war. Yeah. It's yeah. like John Bolton times 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I'm not an isolationist, but at some point we need to be like, hey, Europe, figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not even over here, guys, except for all of our military interests that we have <laughs> protecting your butt, but whatever. Y'all figure this out. Get to the table and, and get this worked out. And it's not happening. 
I don't understand. Like, what is America doing that, or what could America do yeah. to just make you drop it? Just, I think just make you pull out. Number one thing we should probably start doing is go, hey, we can't send any more money over there, guys. Like, people in America are hurting right now, mm-hmm. and we're sending trillions of dollars to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I know y'all are in a war, but sorry, Britain and France and Spain, and y'all going to have to pony up more because we got to dial back our contribution to this right now. That was we got a lot of problems in our country we need to get fixed. So mm-hmm. that's what we got to do. And also, we said that we were done expanding NATO yeah. way back yeah. in the 40s. <laughs> right. And ever since then, we've done nothing but expand it. Exactly. But we're for real going to quit now. <laughs> we were lying. We were, we were telling a fib back then, but yeah. now we're telling the truth. <laughs> I think... I know there's uh, there's a lot of strategic uh, advantages to being a member of NATO, but in a way, I would just like to go, all right, guys, we got this thing running pretty good. It's up to y'all. Y'all do the rest of whatever y'all need to do. Keep the Stinger missiles, you know, whatever. <laughs> Keep the Patriots, whatever we got over here. We're just going to back off, and we're going to worry about our hemisphere for a little while because we got a lot of problems all over our side of the world. So maybe that's what we need to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They've been fighting in Europe for forever since Rome. It's just way before that, you Mm -hmm. know? So I don't know that we're going to fix it as much. And everybody said that about when we went into the Middle East is they've been fighting each other for forever. They've been doing it in Europe for forever. Yeah. We might just need to go, hey, guys, y'all going to have to sort this one out on yourself. <laughs> We're cool over here. So through much bloodshed, yeah, we have an ocean on either side of our country. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And we have a good neighbor to the north. And we got a uh, pretty good neighbor. To yeah, the south. a pretty good neighbor to the south. If our CIA would just get out of there. <laughs> our CIA is a problem. People yeah. don't talk about it enough. They are a problem. Yeah. We need to do something. I know they're working for American interest or whatever, but. I don't like it. Is it American interest or the CIA's interest? I think it's the CIA's interest. (laughs) We're going to get killed for talking about it. The fact that the CIA still exists, same for the ATF. Like when the ATF did Waco, everybody in America should have been like, No more ATF. Yeah, we're done with the ATF. Yes. They just killed a bunch of people unnecessarily over some trumped up charges, really. And they could have arrested the main dude anytime they wanted to without a hassle. And when we ask them what happened, they, they're telling us they set themselves on fire. Yes, right. <laughs> or they were saying, they were saying, uh, oh no, the uh, the child protective services said all this stuff was happening on there, and then the child protective service was like, no, we could find nothing going wrong. They're weird people, but there was <laughs> right. no abuse or anything happening. So you know, and then they had to be like, oh well, they set themselves on fire. That's what. That's what it was. It certainly <laughs> wasn't about their stockpile of weapons they have, and they're acting weird. It's you're okay in America to act weird and have weapons, right? For now, for now. <laughs> but if they ever decide what happened to Waco is going to happen in Bell Mead, it's going to happen everywhere because everybody's got an arsenal around here. Well, that's except th- for me. I lost all mine in a boating accident. <laughs> I've heard the argument, and look, do with this what you will. Yeah. 
I've heard it said that the fact that the people are as well armed as they are does a lot to ensuring we won't have to use them. I agree. Because yeah. in order, like like you're talking about, to disarm the nation, they would have to come and take yeah. them from every single right. person. And all the other people's arguments is like, well, they have tanks and, you know, fighter jets. Joe Biden is like, you know, what's your shotgun going to do to an F-35 or whatever? How about this? What's your budget going to look like when you have nobody paying <laughs> right. taxes anymore yes. because you slaughtered them all? <laughs> or well, also, What's, what's going to happen then? I would just be like, uh, well, the Afghanis fared pretty well with <laughs> yes. way inferior technology and way less technology than we have, <laughs> yeah. you know? You got rednecks with night vision goggles and all kind of stuff. Like <laughs> I say, just normal citizens are doing that. Yeah, some chubby dude that you go to church with. We lost in Vietnam. Yeah, we lost in Afghanistan. Yeah, no, we, I, we lost Iraq as soon as we left. As soon as we left, <laughs> I mean, immediately we lost it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You've got you've got stinger mi- hellfire missiles right. and tanks and F-15s and all that cool stuff. You yeah. gonna kill everybody? Yeah. Or and also assuming those people are like, yeah, I'm gonna shoot all these people who have guns too. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're assuming the whole entire military might of the United States is just gonna go. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, sir, I will attack United States citizens because you told me to. Right now, they some might. of them will. Some of them definitely will. Yes. I mean, there was enough of them to. Slaughter everybody in Waco. Sure. So. Yes. Kent State. I mean, there's plenty. <laughs> yes. Ruby Ridge. You know? Yeah. The list goes on. Well, we're Americans. That's what we get. You know, that's the lifestyle we lead. What? But all right. I've sounded very anti-government on this. <laughs> I love this country. I love our system of government. I love our economic system. I love everything about it. I also complain about it all the time, too. So. Mm-hmm. That's just American. That's what we do. I was going to say, I love the government so long as they abide by the Constitution. Yeah, that's that would be a good thing, you know. Yeah. But our system of government is great. You know, like we've we have a good system. So far, so good. Probably in the last forty years, we've most of the not most of the people, some of the people in the United States um, aren't educated enough on issues to to participate but they still are allowed to. Mm-hmm. So you, that's why you get crazy people voting for property tax increases in <laughs> Northport and all that. So it's just the way it goes. But you have to let those people participate. Right. Because the minute you start saying these people can and these people can't. Yeah. That's then bad. You're putting what happens when one, when whoever, whatever side of the fence you're on, what happens yeah. when the opposition has the right to say these people can and these people can't. Yes, right. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's why it is imperative that we let everybody yeah. have a vote. Did you, uh, what's the stupid lady that's in Congress? Uh, Which one? The the Republican blonde-haired lady that oh, talks Oh, MTG? Yeah, Marjorie. Taylor Green. Green, yeah. yes. Did you see where she was like, we need to have a national divorce? She came out. Yes, I saw that. This- I was like, we tried it already once, lady. <laughs> <laughs> it, did, they, it did not go. Your side does not like it. You know, like you're on the government side. They do not like it when people say we're out. So, mm-hmm. But that's the most ridiculous talk. Well, she's also talked about Jewish space lasers. Yeah, hasn't I know. She? She's an idiot. Yes. And we're elected. That's why people that are idiots are voting her into <laughs> office, you know. But that's what they get to do. So, well, <laughs> I have to admit, I do think it's hilarious. 
she's funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I think it's great. But uh, no, we a national divorce will know. We need to balkanize. Would probably be the best way to do it. Is like have separate regions that mm-hmm. have like minded views. If there was ever any, I'm not for this. I'm not advocating it. That's the only way it will work. You can't just be like all the red states and all the blue states. Y'all just be different countries now. Yeah, that's not going to work logistically. So you would have to have like the Southeastern Conference and the Big Ten. We're already let's just do it by football conferences. Well, also, I mean, what happens to I don't know the the national debt? Sure, when that happens, I, I have no idea. Like, well, you think it's starting new currencies for all of us? <laughs> Every it's it's it just can't happen. I mean, do you think? I mean, they can't agree. On yeah, on anything you think right. they're going to agree? Well, we take this part, and you're we're responsible for this part of the debt. Right, you're responsible for that part of the debt. But we're going to continue to to print money, right. and we're going to continue to funnel tons of it sure. through Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> like, or what are you going to do when, like, uh, you know, Mississippi and Louisiana are like, yeah, you can't use the Mississippi River to trade. You mm-hmm. know, like, no, we own this. Sorry, Illinois, you can't ship any goods to or from the port of New Orleans. Well, I think the answer would be not to do away with the dollar. Yeah. We would still have or, one current, like a assume, euro. Assuming this would happen, we I don't think the dollar is going anywhere. But like you said, the problem is the United States, as one entity, yeah. has issued trillions of dollars in U.S. savings bonds. <laughs> yes. Who's responsible for... Issue for printing up more money to pay off those bonds and then issuing more of those bonds to cover when the next budget meeting comes around. Yeah. If we were not one single right. unit, you know, entity. And what happens to all that? That's a very good question. Yeah. I don't know. I think for that reason alone, yeah, we're that's probably why it didn't work back in the yeah. 18 what 60s. Yeah. I mean, that and you know, like, uh, the South was on the wrong side. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a moral right from the North to. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, okay, if you're Abraham Lincoln, yeah. why not just like, you know what? Just let those red, let those racist rednecks go yeah. be racist rednecks. Well, there, we we generated a lot of income exactly. for the United <laughs> States at that time. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I don't have any answers. Mm-hmm. I'm just along for the ride. So. Yeah, I just I, I I guess what I'm saying is, and look, I'm not smart enough to know, but I think that's why there will never be like yeah. a deunionization no. of the United States. No, because there's just too much. Yeah, it, there's too much built up yeah. around it to keep that from happening. Do you think? Because there's a, and I still have another story to do. By the way, that's <laughs> not say we've we've gotten way off. We went from Steven Seagal to the <laughs> national to, divorce to the United States splitting up. But do you think there will ever be like a, there's a movement? I think it's like Northern California and Oregon. And they want to kind of the non metro area of Oregon want to like split off and be their own thing because they're like, hey, our ideals are not. Mm-hmm. We want to be our own state or something like that. I, that would be interesting to see how that would work. You right, know, like if you could get enough votes to actually have the power to do that. Well, I, again, I'm not smart enough to know. Yeah. But are they going to take 
any debt with them? I don't know. When they do that? My, you see, you see what I'm no saying? no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming when that happens, okay, number one, you're not getting any federal aid anymore. Right. Right? Well, I mean, I would say if you were like, uh, not we're leaving the United States, we just don't want to be part of California, Oregon. We want to uh, make our own I state. I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah, saying. We want to be Cal Oregon or whatever, and, uh, and we're going to do that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. I mean- it's never been done before, right? But every there's a but, first time for everything, you know. Like, uh, if if we wanted to create uh whatever a city within Northport, or you know, we probably legally have the right. That happens, right. you know. Different places will say, "All right, mm-hmm. we're not part. We haven't been. We probably have problems because we've been incorporated." But if you were in Northside or whatever, you're know, like, "Okay, we we're gonna." make our own little city here and do our own little schools and Mm -hmm. all that, then I think legally you can do that. You have to get votes and approval from the Senate and all that state Senate, state legislature, but you can do that. Mm -hmm. So it happens. Can you do that on the state level? I don't know. Well, could could two states join together? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, that's in Mississippi. Could there finally be peace between North and South Dakota? <laughs> and we have one Dakota. One Dakota. One United Dakota. A United Dakota. <laughs> have the United Carolinas, uh, the United Virginias. Yeah. Yeah, just get all the ones that split up back together first. And then and then we can concentrate on that yeah. Alicipi. Sure, Alicipi, <laughs> uh, the worst education in the world. <laughs> yes, it would be great. Uh, you know, then we would have nobody to make fun of because we're all just one big state. We can't point our finger at the other and be like, no, they're worse. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, let's talk about another interesting legal challenge here. A pregnant United States inmate seeks jail release because fetus is innocent. Okay. A pregnant woman charged with murder and jailed in Florida wants out of her prison on the grounds that her unborn baby is innocent and is held unlawfully, a lawyer said Thursday. The child didn't have a seat at the table when the decisions to incarcerate the mother was made, lawyer William Norris told AFP. The mother... Natalia Harrell, who's 24, has been in jail for seven months and faces a murder charge after fatally shooting another woman while taking an Uber in Miami last July. Harrell was six weeks pregnant at the time of her arrest. Um, Harrell had a gun in her purse and, quote, feared for her life and that of her unborn child, according to a petition filed last week. The fetus has not committed any crime, yet remains incarcerated in deplorable conditions, and unless granted relief, will be likely brought into this world on the concrete floor of a prison cell, the petition says. The petition argues that the mother has not received proper medical care during her incarceration. Norris said he he was hired by the father-to-be and filed the petition on behalf of the fetus uh, the petition asserts that the unborn child is a person. This is a Baptist lawyer. Right. <laughs> Last June, a pregnant woman in Texas who was ticketed for driving in a high-occupancy carpool lane argued that her unborn child should be counted as a second passenger. Her case made international news because it came just five days after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the right to abortion enshrined in Roe v. Wade I don't think I think that's a misstatement of Roe v. Wade, right? And uh, I may be speaking a turn. This, the the trial Roe v. Wade, right, said that pe- 
uh, women had a constitutional right to abortion, right? I, I think, think they did overturn it, right? And now it's up to the states, the states to right. decide what they want yes. to do. They made it a what equal protection clause argument or something like something. that. something. Yeah, I'm not a legal scholar. Neither am I. But that's, <laughs> that's the way I understand it. I've watched a few Supreme Court hearings, like nomination hearings. That's my extent of it. So. Yeah. All I know is Brent Kavanaugh likes beer. <laughs> and Republicans don't like him because he doesn't vote the way they want him to all the time. Mm-hmm. And they hate John Roberts. Republicans hate him. I don't know why. They say he went to Epstein's Island. I don't know, though. He got compromised. <laughs> um, said, uh, Norris said his petition, which would also benefit Harold, is not a direct result of the Supreme Court ruling, but is a consequence of that. It's interesting how society moves forward, Nora said. Uh, people are starting to recognize that an unborn child is a person. So there you go. Where do you stand on this, Tiny? I would say, yeah. And it's. Uh, You're going to let her out? I would say she gets out until we have the. To have a baby. <laughs> until she has the baby. Sure. Why can't we hold her in a hospital, you know, or right. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I mean, in all honesty, I don't know if the baby knows. I don't know either. If, if it's That's in, in jail. I was about to say, does the does the womb look different whether you're in prison uh, or she's not? Probably, the baby's probably like, man, the yeah. food sucked all this. It started sucking all of a sudden about six months ago. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was going to say, I think it would be hilarious yeah. if Republicans, just to be consistent, were like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're we're going to let you That's out. That's a person. Get out. Yes. Yeah. You get out. Uh, for nine months, <laughs> yes. and then you're going right back. And then, if convicted, yeah, you go back in until your trial or whatever. Yeah, and then you may never see your child outside of prison ever again. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Um, don't know the circumstances that led to it. She did say she feared for her life. So well, and that of her unborn child. That 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 may be very true. I, I do know that uh, that's that's what you're supposed to say. Absolutely, <laughs> no matter what the, the situation is. That's what you're told to say. I thought they was going to get me. (laughs) Well, um, I'm all for this lady getting out of jail. Mm -hmm. I think we need to do that. Yeah. We got prison overcrowded anyways. Now we got two in one, you know, (laughs) let's get them out of there. Yeah. Wait. And she can can drive in the HOV lane. lane. (laughs) Yeah. Who cares? As she's leaving the prison. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm all for that. If I would have been the cop that ticketed that lady when she said that, I'd have been like, okay. Okay. Good point. Fair point. Yes. Enjoy your drive. (laughs) Yes. Now it's turned into like a million dollar legal battle at the behest of taxpayers. Uh Uh-huh. And all the cop had to do is just be like, cool, go have fun. You have a good argument. Yeah. So. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on Cajun Curl. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. 
Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market or whatever it's called now. <laughs> uh, South's Finest Meats, Piggly Wiggly in Lurling Wallace and Taylorville and Mark's Mart in downtown Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl by you blend the spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. Uh, we didn't have any messages. We didn't have any letters. And I don't think we had any questions this week. Which All right. I, I don't think I, I didn't change it. Oh, yeah. They're still asking Eli. Yeah. I hadn't got on the Discord a lot here recently. I've been a little busy. Yeah. Um, well. But since we're running over a little yeah. anyway, right. then it works out. Yeah. Works we, out perfect. Yeah. Lee, I bet you people were listening to that. We're like, that, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that the whole? That's yeah. all of our show, though, right? <laughs> we didn't turn it up just special for this episode did we i'm gonna tell i was telling tiny before we started recording out it's my mission to convert a mormon to protestantism <laughs> baptist preferably the only denomination that's truly going to heaven but that's a joke <laughs> by the way that's a joke i don't want anybody to think i'm serious about that right uh so i was messaged one on facebook and i'm gonna tell him to listen to the podcast <laughs> i was gonna blow his mind <laughs> So hey, if you're listening to this, Elder Josh, I was gonna say we've gotten thanks, some, man. We've gotten a letter from yeah. a Mormon before. That's so, right, we have. We have. We have at least one other one. We've there. gotten a letter or a message from a Jehovah's Witness before. We did. Yeah, that's right. So we're we're, we're bridging cap, gaps <laughs> on this are. right here. <laughs> Have, What's that uh, meme? All the soldiers like are on the round table. Yes, that's right. We need yeah. the table is fans of Earth Oddity, right. and then it's Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, atheists, yes, Catholics, LGBTQ, sure, everybody, <laughs> everybody, Yankees, Southerners, <laughs> yeah, it's all of us, all Auburn together. fans, Alabama fans. Yeah, that's getting a little close. Before we do end this show, we need to thank our patrons. Mm-hmm. Man, we thank you guys so much. Thank you, guys. From the bottom of our hearts. Sure. We would like to name personally those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Todd Glover, Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. You guys are the wind beneath our wings. (laughs) Love you guys. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earth oddity, where we have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you everything and it gets you earth oddity extended, which is a whole nother show that we do after this one where we talk about all kinds (laughs) of crazy stuff. We sure do. Everything from bestiality to jesus it's is like, covered in the patreon that's like uh, our uh this that's our our one time to just let the freak flag fly that's right <laughs> yes uh speaking of extensions what do we got coming up today um i am going to talk about a plastic surgeon who's in a little hot water okay yeah 
I have a story about the husband stitch. Okay. Um. All right. I always thought it was a urban. I have myth. sewing merit badge. <laughs> I know well, the whip stitch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, good deal. I've never heard of this. Do you, you have anything else you'd like to say before we end the show? I apologize for everything I've said on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I've made several misstatements. <laughs> that makes me seem like a horrible person. And I apologize for all of it. Yes. Yes. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's you and I in a nutshell. <laughs> You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. We are also available at earthoddity.net. That's right. Our new brand spanking new website still has that new website smell. It sure does. Stop by, say hi, get some merch. We have a Twitter handle that is at underscore Earth Oddity if you want to tweet at us. Yep. Uh, we have show art you can check that out underscore earth oddity on instagram we have a discord server link in the show notes and we have a phone number that you can call or text what's that phone number that's 662-493-2059 662-493-2059 we hope everybody out there has an excellent week earth oddity for the fringe radio network signing off love y'all bye has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome, patrons. <laughs> that was my snake kiss. That's our pet snake. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to start off with this sentence, which is, so I wonder what an old website smells like, but it's probably just semen.